the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to this KGNW broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. Well, this is Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmstead, the Director of Local Ministry Development here at AM820, The Word. And we'd like to welcome you today. We have some special guests today that uh, I'd love for you to meet. Uh, typically, Heart of the City, we talk to local pastors and ministry leaders about what's happening uh, locally. But there is a, a local organization called Children of the Nations over in Silverdale that I've had the opportunity to know now for about uh, three years and have been so impressed with what the Lord is doing uh, through Children of the Nations. And so I decided that uh, I'd love to highlight uh, the many of the folks that work at Children of the Nations for the next few weeks. And so with me today is uh, Jeff Lander, and Jeff is the spiritual care director there at Children of the Nations. Welcome this morning, Jeff. Thank you. It's good to be with you today. Uh, it's good to meet you, and uh, we've had a, a chance to speak with others at Children of the Nations, and, and now we get a chance to kind of hear your story and a little bit of the background of what, uh, what you do at uh, what we call COTN, Children mm-hmm. of the Nations. Yeah. So how long have you been with Children of the Nations? Uh, this is uh, the beginning of my ni- uh, tenth year. I've been on staff for since 2007 when God called me into missions, and uh, it's been an exciting journey to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, some people that are listening to this program hear the word "called to missions" and they they know what that means, and then there are others that have no idea. Did God, uh, you know, was it on your cell? Was it on your, you know, how do, how okay. does God call you to missions? Yeah, you know, I think um, prior to being on staff with COTN, I was a youth pastor for thirteen years. And uh, my wife and I had been serving in uh, a couple of different roles in churches, and uh, I had always prided myself that I would be a, a youth pastor for life, because in those days, the, the uh, average tenure of a youth pastor was 18 months. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I really had a passion for youth ministry and really wanted to be committed. And it was on a mission trip, actually, to Mexico with our youth group in 2006, um, that I had heard a message at a church that uh, the pastor was speaking about stepping out of the boat, just as uh, Peter had been challenged to step out of the boat and walk on water towards Jesus. And throughout that time, I had been experiencing um, a sense that God was calling me to step out of the boat, to to leave youth ministry and do something that uh, I had never thought I would really do. At the same time, though, I I didn't share that with my wife. I was a little bit nervous about uh, what it would do to her. But what I didn't realize was that on the same weekend, at the the same time while I was hearing that message, 
in Mexico, she was all the way up here in, in Tacoma attending a church service where the pastor had spoken about stepping out of the boat. And so that afternoon, we talked to each other on the phone, and I shared with her what seemed like God was doing in me, and she just started to cry. Hmm. And she said, you'll never believe this, but I heard the same message. And I, she said, I was sitting there listening to the pastor, and it's, she said, I sensed that he was talking right to me and that we needed to step out of the boat. And that's kind of scared her, but at the same time made her excited about what did that mean. And so that began the process, the journey of looking to find what was that, what would that look like for us to step out of the boat. And throughout the next year, um, we looked for ways to serve, looking at different ministries and opportunities. And uh, COTN kind of happened, I would almost say, in my sense, by accident, but to God, he knew exactly what was going on. A friend of mine had been interviewing for a job at COTN and uh, was meeting with the founder, Chris Clark, in an interview with him. And all throughout the interview, Chris uh, was asking him all kinds of questions, and, and this gentleman said, this just is, isn't me. This isn't my job. And I hadn't been talking to this gentleman at all about what God was doing in me, but uh, he said, your name came up. And he said, uh, I gave Chris your phone number, and you may get a call from him because for some reason God prompted me to tell Chris about you. And uh, that's how I actually first heard about COTN. We were living about 40 miles away had driven by Silverdale for many, many years, going on our way to Tacoma to visit family there. And uh, and I got this call from from Chris one day, and he said, uh, uh, I understand that you're interested in being a missionary. And I said, who are you? <laughs> I had uh-huh. no idea who he was, uh-huh. and uh, and he had no idea that I had been actually searching for a missionary position in the in the Northwest. And so that began the, the road of learning about COTN and participating in the interview process and whatnot. And it, God just confirmed it over and over and over again throughout that year. So we came on staff in 2007 and have been here ever since. And, and when you came on staff, was it as the, in the spiritual care uh, situation? Or? No, no, it was in a different role. In fact, I had been praying that God would provide me the opportunity to be a— uh, mission trip, short-term mission trip director um, to help send people on mission trips overseas. That's what I was really looking for. And that's the very role that I would eventually fill was to send people on mission trips. So I became the venture coordinator for COTN and then became the venture director to oversee all of our short-term mission trips. And then um, about five years ago, a question was asked, what areas of ministry is COTN missing? What, what aren't we doing? What aren't we focusing on? And uh, I answered a questionnaire and said, we talked that we're a holistic care ministry, that we're caring for the whole child, uh, spiritually, physically, mentally, and socially. But we only had one dedicated department at that time, and that was education. And I said, you know, we really, if we're going to do a good job, we should have a, a department for each one of those holistic areas. And uh, knowing that I had been in children's and youth ministry for many years, they asked me, what would you be willing to do? And I said, well, I'll take spiritual care. I would love to run that. And so we started a program about four years ago and uh, have been going going ever since. 
When you say holistic care, I know I was looking on the website at cotni.org, and I was I was looking at the mission statement, and it does have that term on there, holistic yeah. care, the physical needs, the educational needs, the social needs, and the spiritual needs. Yes. And so you saw that even organizationally, if that was going to be an emphasis, there needed to be a there needed to be a statement by the organization to say this is important enough for us to have someone head that up. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of ministries say that they're Christ-focused or they're holistic, but if there's no strategy in place to really address what are the spiritual needs, what are the physical needs, what are the emotional needs, and educational needs, what does that look like? And so COTN has been really working towards that over the last few years. So uh, let's fast forward a little bit then. How does that work out in the field? How, if yeah. there's a child in uh, the Dominican Republic and they're in a small village in the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. how does what you do impact them? So really my target is to um, work, we say our end result goal is to raise children who demonstrate a vibrant and authentic faith in Jesus Christ. And the key there is that we really desire that not only that they follow Christ, but they demonstrate it. That's how we measure the heart. And so um, if you were to go to any one of our countries and participate in um, ministry with us, you would see our children participating in evangelism, uh, discipleship, mentoring, uh, they would be on outreach teams that actually go and demonstrate their faith. For example, in Uganda, uh, there's a girl named Hannah, and when she came and, uh, to our ministry a number of years ago, she never knew that she would have a voice. But today, because of our spiritual care teams and our staff there, they've taught her how to not only share her faith when she became a Christian, they taught her how to share her faith, but uh, also taught her how to witness to other people in their communities. And today she heads up part of our outreach teams. And most recently she had the opportunity to lead 30 people to Christ in their communities through her own testimony and through her own um, uh, story to be able to share about what God has been doing. One of the things that uh, I noticed when I had the opportunity to travel with Children of the Nations was that you you work with local churches in those communities, don't you? It's yes. not yes. you're just not lone rangers out there, but you're working with local pastors and churches. Yes, yes. In fact, we're um, we believe that really, if we can invest in the leadership, the staff, uh, the lay pastors, volunteers in the area, teachers and schools, and give them the tools and resources that they need, uh, they will be better suited to impact and influence the lives of the children in our care. So. For an example, we're doing a Bible training program in the Dominican Republic right now where we're partnering with other ministries and providing um, Bible training to lay pastors of local churches where our children attend those churches so that they would have the biblical um, knowledge and capability to preach and teach in such a way where our children would grow in depth and knowledge of, of the Lord. And so we're excited about how that is partnering with the local community, but also deeply investing in our children. And uh, because of partners out there that are listening, they are a large part of the reason why we are able to do that. Got one minute left here in this segment. So tell me, what's uh, what's the future looking like for you? What's your big vision? 
Big vision is to, um, well, a lot of great things. One of them is that uh, we desire to really uh, bookend two different two different ends. The adults, we want to train our, our staff, uh, lay pastors, the churches, the community leaders, teachers, uh, strong biblical doctrine so that they might invest in their churches and in the communities. And we want to uh, raise children in children's ministry, youth ministry, with strong biblical uh, teaching so they might grow up to be children who transform their nations. Well, we're going to come back in just uh, about 60 seconds, and we'll be speaking with uh, Jason Caldwell about the spiritual formation there at Children of the Nations. Thank you, Jeff, for joining me today. Thank you. Uganda, Sierra Leone, Malawi, the Dominican Republic, Haiti. Since 1995, Children of the Nations is raising children who transform nations. I'm Jim Barker, your Northwest Community Development Manager. COTN is a Christian nonprofit based right here in the Seattle area. Our mission is to raise children out of poverty so they can transform their villages, families, and nations. We serve some of the poorest children in Africa and the Caribbean, and I want to invite you to be part of this ministry. There are many ways you can be involved, from sponsoring a child to packaging meals, even volunteering overseas. If you, your business, your school, or your church would like to be part of this ministry, please contact me, Jim Barker, at cotni.org. People all over the Puget Sound have already seen how God can multiply even the smallest of their efforts to transform children's lives. If you have a heart for the orphaned and destitute, call me today at 360-698-7227 or learn more on our website at cotni.org. Welcome back to Heart of the City. This is Chuck Olmstead, the Director of Local Ministry Development. Our special guests today from Children of the Nation are uh, Jeff Lander and Jason Caldwell. Jeff, I had asked you a question uh, right before the break and talking about what's your vision for the future, and, and you mentioned it, but then you also came back during the break and said, I want to talk about the kids. So yeah. tell me about the kids, that your vision for them. Well, how can I not talk about them? When I think about the vision for the future, I really think about... Uh, Stephen Mazeki, who's in Haiti right now. He's one of our children, grew up in our ministry in Malawi, and as he was growing up, knew that he wanted to become a missionary, but he had no idea how he would do it. And today, after being after graduating through college with a degree in accounting, still having a heart for missions, he's serving as an accountant missionary for COTN in Haiti, in a place that's completely different than where he grew up himself. And I think that that's the, really the vision for how spiritual care will impact thousands of lives, that uh, our children can be missionaries and pastors, and whatever their profession, that they will live out their lives uh, in such a way that will impact other people around the world. That's really the vision of what we're doing. Yeah. And spiritual care is just a part of that, but I think that's one of the greatest impacts that we could have. How exciting it is, uh, Jason, to see someone who uh, grew up uh, through Children of the Nations, uh, maybe as a child, maybe they were four or five years old, and then to see them begin to replicate the ministry that Children of the Nations has done in them, now through them, to begin to touch others. And uh, and you've seen that happen, haven't you? Absolutely, yeah. I uh, first went over to Sierra Leone after I got involved with Children of the Nations in uh, around 1995. Spent uh, about a year there between the years 1995 and 97, and recently got a chance to go back 
and uh, it was amazing to see uh, kids who'd grown up in the in the home and in being raised through COTN because they had no one. They have no parents, no one to take care of them. Chilean Nations uh, took them in and gave them food and shelter, and then. Uh, educated them, uh, taught them about Jesus, and then, then to see these kids grown and then turn around and teach the next generation or to, uh, to education and then grow on to be ministers of the country, um, either plant churches or to get roles in government and to make uh, influence decisions. It, it's, it's fantastic. It's beyond your wildest dreams. It's pretty yeah. cool. Well, I, I really didn't introduce you properly, so I want to make sure our <laughs> listeners know who you are. You You're bet, Jason you Caldwell, and you've been with Children of the Nations for how long? Uh, over 20 years, yeah. And so you were like one of the first people numero, on board with Chris and Debbie. Yeah, numero uno. I remember Chris, uh, he was in our church, and he had a, a passion for seeing uh, these kids in these war-torn nations uh, cared for and have someone to love them and to raise them. And, and so he asked me if I'd go over and start a children's choir over in Sierra Leone and to bring them back to the States and to raise awareness and raise funding. And I went over there and, and um, quickly just immediately fell in love with the country, and, and it, it changed me for uh, forever. But uh, helped start a children's home, get the organization started, and really, I would say, planted a seed. Um, and that's what was exciting for me is to see the, the little meager offering I was over to, to go help and, and be there and, and to, uh, to, to plant a seed for this organization and then to come back and tell people about it, and then 20 years later to go back and see the thousands of kids mm. who are uh, being taken care of, being raised, to know who Jesus is, to, to share the love of God with others, uh, and, and just to see these kids cared for when no one else uh, could care for them. That Their parents were either killed in the war, uh, they, were, they were taken away, or, or just uh, the parents died from a disease, um, and to see COTN just loving on these kids, it's awesome. You know, one of my uh, one of my key verses in my life, and I use this on this program often, is trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. It's from Psalm 37, 3. And as you were talking just there, I was thinking about what would have happened if, if children of the nations didn't go there? What would their lives be like now, you know, without yeah. that input? And what you did, and Chris and Debbie and all the others that have, invested in those lives and 20 years later you're seeing the fruit of that that spiritual fruit that is eternal right and how exciting and how satisfying that's got to be for you to see god being faithful to the seeds that you planted that many years ago yeah it's uh it's overwhelming and and the scope of what god can do with a meager offering of, of just saying yes to what god's calling you to um I had recently graduated from college, didn't really know what I was going to do. Chris came in. I, I grew up hearing stories from missionaries, and I'll be honest, I was the kid who was like, I am never going not to Not going to happen with not me. Not for me. Nope, There's nope. snakes and big bugs, and it's hot. Yeah. And I don't want to go. And to see God kind of say, oh, yeah? Watch this. And then to answer his call and the Holy Spirit working through me to say, it's time to go. And... Um, are you an extraordinary person, or are you just a normal guy? I am very much a normal, average guy. And so what the Lord's really asking, and I don't want to go too far off track here, but yeah. what the Lord's really asking for is obedience, isn't it? Absolutely. When, he's not yeah. asking everybody, but if he's speaking to you and saying, I, I really want you to do this, to obey, and yeah. then let him make it happen, look at the re- results that can happen. Yeah, often uh, my, one of my favorite phrases is, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. 
I did not feel equipped, but I went, and um, God forever has done a, a, a thing in me, uh, changed me for the rest of my life through that experience. You often will go on these trips, and you're, you're there to, to, to bless the children, to bless, uh, you know, we went over recently to do some spiritual care, training of some pastors, um, teach them some parts of the Bible, and, and you are often more, ch- uh, you are the one that's changed the most. Mm-hmm. You are the one that's affected the most, um, yeah. Jason, I've got to believe, you know, we certainly want people to give resources to Children of the Nations. We yeah. want this program for people to go on the website and donate or offer time or, or, yeah, sure. or et cetera, or money or time. But I'm thinking about listeners right now who may be sensing something in their heart about their, God's calling them to do something, and they, they're not sure what it is, but it may be contacting children of the nations to say, what can I do to help? Yeah. Something inside of me is saying, I need to do something. I just don't know what it is. Can you help me figure that out through children of the nations? You, you guys are willing to do that with someone, aren't you? I mean, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I love about COTN is that they aren't uh, seeking to go send, um, send everyone over there to, to do all the care. They tra- uh, train the nationals and, and, and have people um, – they're in country. And so they're here as a support organization as well. And so we would love, you know, some people may not be able to make that trip over. We would love to send them and to get the sea firsthand. But maybe you can send some resources. Maybe you can, uh, like Bibles or children's and youth ministry materials and some curriculum. There's lots of ways you can provide so that COTN can help care and raise these kids in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me a couple more stories. I, want, I love to hear about yeah. the kids. I love to hear what, what the results have been. Uh, man, you know, one of the stories that stands out is we were building the first children's home in Margie Town, and um, we were working hard in the hot sun, digging by hand this foundation, and then we hear this singing, and uh, I was there with some other uh, folks from the states that had come over to help, and we had some nationals, and then there's this huge train of kids that came through with uh, rocks that we needed to help build the foundation. And it was hundreds of kids, and they were singing. Uh, that brought so much joy. Even in the midst of the, the hot and the sweat and digging hard, uh, they came in, and, and they, they sang, and they brought supplies for us. And it just gave us this reminder we're in this together. And they're as much excited about what we're there to do with them as they're uh, uh, for us. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Well, Jason, I understand now that you are a pastor, correct, at Peninsula Bible Fellowship. So you're you're there, yep. uh, even though you assist and do some projects with Children of the Nations. Correct. You're a pastor as well. Tell me about that quickly. Yeah, uh, I'm a worship pastor at Peninsula Bible Fellowship in Bremerton. And um, let me tell you, it's really affected, my experience with COTN has really affected how I lead worship as well. Recognizing that uh, we are, are part of a, a a large church around the world, and that we're singing with the saints in Africa as, as well as singing here, um, one, one voice towards a great God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want our listeners to know how they can get involved with uh, Children of the Nations. And uh, uh, Jeff, kind of tell us, as, as, uh, to learn more about the spiritual care program, what, what should our listeners do? You know, I'd invite them to go to our website first and foremost, uh, where you'll find all kinds of information about spiritual care. Um, you can go there and uh, participate in giving to the gift catalog, where we host a number of uh, resources that you can provide for our children, like Bibles or Bible study materials or 
curriculum that we uh, purchase and, and provide for our staff. Or you can give to the Spiritual Care Fund, which allows us to go above and beyond some of those areas, allows us to provide the biblical training program that I talked about earlier, um, and in many other ways. Or you can uh, call our offices at 360-698-7227 and ask for one of us in the Spiritual Care Department, and we would love to talk to you. Thank you for joining me today, gentlemen. God bless you. You've been listening to this KGNW special, Heart of the City. For more information about how your pastor or ministry can be featured on 820 AM, The Word, call Chuck Olmsted at 206-269-6216 or go to 820amtheword.com. Uganda, Sierra Leone, Malawi, the Dominican Republic, Haiti. Since 1995, Children of the Nations is raising children who transform nations. I'm Jim Barker, your Northwest Community Development Manager. COTN is a Christian nonprofit based right here in the Seattle area. Our mission is to raise children out of poverty so they can transform their villages, families, and nations. We serve some of the poorest children in Africa and the Caribbean, and I want to invite you to be part of this ministry. There are many ways you can be involved, from sponsoring a child to packaging meals, even volunteering overseas. If you, your business, your school, or your church would like to be part of this ministry, please contact me, Jim Barker, at cotni.org. People all over the Puget Sound have already seen how God can multiply even the smallest of their efforts to transform children's lives. If you have a heart for the orphaned and destitute, call me today at 360-698-7227 or learn more on our website at cotni.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.